Good morning and welcome to the Modern Mom Life show. It's a live show that I do once a week for now (laughs) and we talk all things motherhood, parenthood, um, and then I interview a few people that are experts in their field ranging from anywhere from home decor, real estate like we're going to talk about today, or maybe they have a story that they want to share with us. Um, I just love to get to know different people and what they're good at and what tips they can share. I wish I could share all the tips myself, but I am not that talented of a person. So I am passionate about finding people that can help us do things better um, or any tips or stories that they have about their journey through parenthood or just entrepreneurship in general, because that's one of my passions. So thank you for joining us. Again, if you're not able to listen to the whole show, you can come back and listen to the replay. Um, And I apologize if I sound a little nasally. I had to take last week off because I caught the dreaded COVID. So it finally hit us. It's it was a good a good run trying not to get it. So uh, we made it this far, but Omicron I think got us. And Drew, my son, came home. Um, he had a fever and he was nauseous, and I just had a weird feeling that you know maybe I should test him. So tested him. Lo and behold, he was positive couple of days later, then I started feeling awful. And I actually tested negative for about three, three to four days. And my husband was like, Oh, you have the flu. I'm like, No, I, I'm pretty sure I have COVID. And so uh, I just treated it like I had COVID. And I did because then the next day I tested positive and I got to kind of rub that in his face that he was wrong. (laughs) I know wives sometimes do that. I am very guilty. But Then he started feeling really bad and helped me out. So while we are waiting on Aaron, um, Aaron Parker is a real estate agent um, here in the North Texas area. She's a friend of mine. I follow her Instagram and she always has the best tips. And I just want to pick her brain because it's been a wild real estate market and the, since the pandemic started, actually, I, I'm seeing my, my neighbors put their house on the market and I'm just, you know, I'm a little curious to how the market is going right now and some of the frustrations that some parents have. And, you know, I know some people are on the fence about moving right now. And so Erin Parker, she's going to come on in just a bit and tell us her thoughts and how she can help you and also um, some home staging tips and some home decor trends that are always so fun to watch. And that's not really my area of expertise. So that's where I can learn because I feel like I need a refresh on my home. So um, this week, what's going on in Modern Mom Life? Modern Mom Life's website, we have some Valentine's Day worksheets, some crafts. If you need some last minute um, cards to print out for free, you can go over there and log into that. Um, also, I have some daddy-daughter quotes that are really cute um, if you want to use those in any of your everyday life. Um, I They're having a daddy-daughter dance here in, in uh, North Texas that I'm really excited about. And um, let me think of what else I could tell you. It's, I have, I've got a little bit of COVID brain, I won't lie. <laughs> that is a thing. And COVID brain mixed with mom brain is a thing. And it's very difficult some days. <laughs> a lot of it. And it's snowing. I woke up, it's snowing. My kids are at home. 
they're outside. I've kicked them out. So if you hear them in the background, that means they just came inside. So I'm hiding and hopefully we won't get interrupted. But let's go ahead and invite Erin to speak. Um, she is on mute right now, but I think she will come on. Can you hear me, Erin? I just hope that you can hear me. Hey. Yeah, oh, perfect. Okay. Hi, Erin. Thank you. Hi. For, thank you for coming on this new app. It's a really cool app. It's called Colin and Sorry, if if you're listening, you can you can come in and you can actually ask some questions. I think we'll try to take some questions at the end or in between, given what we're talking about. So thank you for being here. And if you don't mind, just kind of give us a rundown of what you're up to and a little bit of a bio about yourself, because um, I will probably mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. Um, I'm. um um, so I've been in, I do, I sell in Prosper mostly, Prosper, Texas too. And we've been focusing out here for a couple of years, but I've been in real estate since like 2006, um, and kind of made my way through things until I, um, until I came here and showed it uh, to somebody in like 2014. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't know why I have two buyers in a row moving to Artesia. I mean, well, they did actually, they moved to the same neighborhood and then I followed them and I was like, oh, maybe there's a reason. Um, but it was a great time to get in, um, and get familiar with the area and it's been really fun watching it grow. Um, and so that's been part of what my focus has been lately with real estate in general and just like family too. Um, but it's been definitely an interesting year to be doing this. Been doing it for long enough that this trend is unprecedented. Um, buyers markets and seller markets has happened, but this one is definitely really extreme. Now, have you lived in Texas your whole life? No, I moved out to Texas in 2009 um, or 10, I think nine from Louisiana. I grew up in Chicago, though. So I stopped by, went to LSU for a while. Did the whole thing there <laughs> and then yeah. made my way over here. So. Well, great. So I guess my question is, is the, some of our listeners, they live in Texas and some of them are all over the country. Are you seeing that the real estate market um, is hot nationwide or is it primarily a few states? It is pretty hot nationwide. Um, there's some more extreme areas than others. Um but this is definitely one of the extremes. Austin more even than Dallas area, but Texas in general has had a lot of um, flux of people moving in the last few years. Yeah, I will say I've lived in Texas my whole life. And so I've seen, and even if you haven't lived in Texas your whole life, I feel like even in the past nine years, it's just exploded into a Mecca of so many people. <laughs> Which, yeah. which, you know, has its pros and cons. Um, I always laugh and say, you know, at this point, we're probably going to end up moving to Oklahoma the more north <laughs> we go. Um, but I mean, it is a good time for, do you, do you get this question a lot? Like, when is the market going to slow down? Like you have a crystal ball and you can really right? tell us, like you'd be rich well. if you could really tell <laughs> us, but um, are you seeing any, like, Typically, most people sell their house in the spring. Is that like thrown out? Everyone's just selling it whenever. I mean, what are some good tips for those that may be on the fence about selling right now? One of the biggest issues with people selling right now is if they're moving out of out of the area, they're absolutely fine time to sell. And it's great. Um, and it's going to go really there. 
probably unless they are well most of the time going to be really excited with what they're getting some people are always going to think their house is worth twice as much as it is but um the problem is buying and so the biggest prop the biggest thing to help right now with being able to successfully move in this market and also have a house to go into and not end up in a hotel with the whole family and pets and all of the things um is to kind of have a good plan for what's coming next that's part of the problem to what you're saying about nationwide compared to here here our builders are on like a 14 or 16 month build time at a minimum so there's not really any that's part of our problem with why there's not a lot of housing and in some areas there's still spaces for that to be absorbed so there's not really backup plan of like oh i couldn't get an existing home i need to go find a new build there's literally not anything um or there's very it's very few choices um and so kind of having that plan there's a lot of things that we've been learning more about in the last year or so to help our clients get ready with stuff like that from eye buyers to understanding pros and cons and benefits of like color covered and open door and just really utilizing those extra tools that have not really been necessary for most people in the past, but gives more buyers and sellers flexibility now to make a move and not feel as overwhelmed. Um, and to compete with those cash offers that investors are coming in with. And so, like you said, people from California who are coming with a lot more liquid cash usually. Yeah, it's it's very competitive. Um, I've heard some people getting like 45 offers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's so tempting to me to want to sell, but then I'm like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the, the problem. problem. <laughs> You're going to be, and the rent is so much now, so it's not even like, oh, let me go sell, and I'm just going to rent, and then we'll figure out something a little bit. Because the problem is, too, if you've got something that's such, and there's not a big reason of why, what I've found is a lot more people are doing home renovation projects, right? And yeah. just kind of making their space theirs at home, whether that's putting in a pool um, or, you know, getting that home office set up or changing around stuff with how kids are with play spaces and things, but just kind of making the most of that and really leaning into what's already there. Um, yeah. It's nuts to go move around and then get out of the market too and not keep, yeah. keep the house. And I've been in that um, where we lived in a rent house in between and it was kind of a hassle to have to like move your stuff twice. Mm-hmm. But now, now people are having a hard time just finding rental houses. So, you know, yeah. I, even those <laughs> have multiple offers and it's like, what? yeah, what is this world we're living in? It's crazy. But I'm just wondering, when do you sleep? Do you get a lot of sleep? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. You don't get into real estate to sleep or really have weekends <laughs> off. Do you? I think no. a lot of, well, let's kind of talk about that because I know there's a lot of listeners that are looking for um, maybe a way to start their own business. And this may be something that they have kind of toyed with. Um, what advice do you have to people that are thinking about being a real estate market? Is it still or is it pretty competitive right now? Like what what drove you to do this business and what are some of the benefits? Is it kid friendly, I guess, is what I'm asking. Um, It is. It can be kid friendly. Um, it, it takes a lot. It's overall. So right now, I feel like so in the last, I don't know, really since COVID hit and and um, like real pandemic of like actually like 
work at home life started. Um, there's more and more people getting their real estate license now. And I think last year there was more agents than houses, <laughs> than listings. Um, cause it was a little, it got a little oversaturated, but also there's always a get rich quick feel of it. So for yeah. the agents who are switching over and really getting into it, one of the girls on our team, Noelle, just made the switch from education into real estate and it's been a long-term plan. But something like that can give somebody the opportunity to go, let me slow down and think about what I really want, right? And not to say that that wasn't a good fit for her for those that phase, but it kind of, it was a, it's a, I think it's a wake up call for a lot of people of being like, how can I control my own business? And also, what do I really want to do? Well, and I think that if you go into any industry or career thinking you're going to get rich overnight, you're going to mm-hmm. be very disappointed because there's a level of patience you have to have. You have to actually put in the work. I mean, <laughs> even even with blogging or <laughs> online um, businesses, I tell a lot of people like, yeah, it looks glamorous. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you get a lot of, oh, it looks so glamorous being a real estate agent and seeing. <laughs> I love and, yeah, Yeah, I mean, but there are so many things that, I mean, you have to do the hard work. You have to be patient. And I would imagine you have to have that drive in you to be a little competitive. So if that's, mm-hmm. if that's something that somebody wants to do, I say go for it, but just be realistic, especially right now. Exactly. And it's so tempting to be, it, this is going to fall out. I've seen, you know, I've been where buyers are the, you know, seen all sides of it um, from the housing market. As soon as I got my license in 2006 is when the housing market crashed. Yeah. uh, But it was perfect. It was really good timing to learn it because it was in a down market and I didn't know, I didn't come in thinking I could stick a sign in the yard. I was like, all right, what do I need to do? You know, like, how do I actually pull this together and make it work? And I'm grateful now that that was the case because it did that. But to what you're saying, the people are going to go in and put in the work, the, you know, the people that are really going to, whatever it is, exactly, whether it's, whether it's blogging or real estate or getting any sales, any a lot of sales, yeah. yeah. If the people who are going to go in and make something of it are going to be successful, um, and there's going to be a lot of people that aren't, but those will fade out. And I think the people that stick with it are going to see a good return and they're going to enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's definitely not a career. Like if you're looking to have weekends off and like have um <laughs> if you think you're not going to put in the hours, I think you're going to be very disappointed mm-hmm. because I've seen I've seen real estate agents like they do work their business very hard and the successful ones like yourself mm-hmm. um you know, you've got you got to put it in. So, no, I think that's great. Well, let's talk about you mentioned there's a lot of agents out there. Obviously, like hello, we follow Aaron Parker. If you live up here, if you, if you live, there's only one you need to use. But honestly, like, how can we weed out maybe those that are just not, how do we find the right agent? Obviously, like, what are some telltale signs? Obviously, not everyone lives here. So if they are like, well, I want to use Aaron Parker, but well, I guess you could, a lot of agents are virtual, right? I mean, you can do most everything online now, right? Yeah, you can do a lot online. Um, we also, there's a good, there's a really good network um, across the country, and well, globally really now, of, of just being able to help. If somebody's got a local agent that they really like in their hometown and they're moving somewhere, 
whether it's to Texas or moving, they're from here and like leaving. It's a really good resource to be able to tap into of getting, having their agent help get them connected wherever they're heading. Um, but I think that goes down to the, the best way to do it, to find weed out agents and figure out that is referrals and see who are your local friends and family using that they liked. And also checking out that agent's presence online. Uh, what do their listings look like? Are they consistent? Are they putting up things that want to represent them well? Is it a mix of things? Like sometimes they get one that they do go all out on and sometimes their stuff just looks like slopped together. Yeah. Um, because I want to know that if I'm going to hire you and I don't have that million dollar home, are you still going to have it look like, are you going to pour in the same, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. We, we go, we do the same high-end photographer for all of our listings. We do the same staging steps for, I don't care, you know, it doesn't matter what, what level of home it is. All of them are treated the same with it. And we have been consistent with that for years. And that's been, I feel like part of just um, people knowing what they're going to get. And if, if that's important to somebody, they can look back and see that all too. And I feel like that's like even more so than reviews kind of really looking at, or cause some of us have like more reviews in one place than others or like nobody gets up, you know, like I don't have Yelp reviews, but I have a mind, you know. Like, oh, I, like, I've got, reviews. I've got a negative one. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Those are Oh, I know, Karen, Karen over here. I, there, I was a Karen and she was a Karen before Karens were cool. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now we're, we're derailing. If you don't know what we're talking about, last night on Instagram, uh, my Instagram Modern Mom Life, we I shared my only, my one and only negative Yelp review that I wear with a badge of honor. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think you got to go with your gut too. I mean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be, uh, you know, especially if you're like, oh, well, my friend over here, she just started selling real estate. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's a tough one. But this is your home. It's a competitive market. You really are you seeing people try to sell houses on their own without a real estate agent? And like, what is that Mm -hmm. like? Is that just crazy or? (laughs) Well, yes. So more so right now. So it used to be like literally like. Uh, is no side out there right for sale by owner of stuff or like people would slap a sign on their yard and it, that we're seeing a little less now than we used to but then it's so ne- right now a lot of people are using discount brokers and if they're trying to go that route right and save a buck and it's very just like flat fee and minimum things and you can tell um they're just not well they're not getting the same kind of coverage they're not getting the same kind of um information and knowledge from the agent but they're they're not represented well especially in an area like this where there's everything's pretty and shiny not everything but it's you're if you've got something to stand out amongst all of the things online with all of the high-rise pictures and all of the you know models and all of that vibe to not stand out and like look really put together is going to lose money and there's whatever they're saving going that route is generally lost elsewhere. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Have you, what have you seen um, with people trying to stand out on their offers? Somebody last night told me um, they keep losing the, the offers and they even go 65,000 above offer and they're saying that's too low. Are there any things to prepare us if we want to sell that like 
you know, your chances will, I mean, I guess it's obviously more money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? So if you have cash, um, a child perhaps to trade in. No, (laughs) I did. um, So the other day I had told, it's a a very, very hard time to get a buyer's offer accepted and even just noticed, you know, in that sea of offers. But I had an agent last week who, it was really, or the last couple ones, we've really had conversations with about how it's about relation. It's about which agents are in front of them, which lenders are being like local lenders going in and making that extra push of being like, Hey, I'm here. I'm involved. I'm going to call you a couple times while you're deciding to the local, to the listing agent, you know, uh-huh. and have a presence. And also I am not kidding that I'm, not above offering. I literally offered the listing agent free tacos for life last week. And <laughs> see, that's we very creative. Oh, uh, tacos. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to say it might be some cash too, but also it was just kind of breaking that ice and getting them to really realize that you're, you know, have a conversation. Cause it's just what you're sitting there looking at, even whether it's 10 or 45 offers, like it's just overkill and you don't know. It's just numbers. It's all just black and white. And so you have to stand out and have that relationship. It kind of reminds me of back in the day when before social media and all this stuff, we were applying for a job and trying to get noticed in a sea of applicants. And some people would send pizzas that was like, hire me. Like that's what, that's what they used to tell me in college. Like you need to stand out and do these kind of things. And I was like, what? But now here we are with houses. And I mean, I've seen some pretty cool things like even TikTok marketing. I mean, it's just like, you gotta, I guess you have to be really creative or stand out in that way. Um, are people still, I mean, do you need a home stage even? I mean, it sounds so competitive now. Yes, like always. Okay, good. Okay. Always. So here's why though too, right? Same thing as like a discount broker, like just the mindset of not really pouring all the way in right now. There's which people are getting what 60 a hundred thousand dollars over list price 20 oh grand gosh. over like they're getting they're getting all this money but the point is that buyers have buyers have they don't have not necessarily cash to burn but they're ready to spend the money to get in and they're serious about the ones that they want and when they want if they if they see the same house and it's kind of okay looking and it's not really done up like the sellers didn't put any effort into it right it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay, let's try to go get this house. It's okay. We like the area, but it's not, we don't love it. Yeah. If they're going in and putting in the effort and making sure that their house has those repairs that are done that need to and put in a little, like put in some effort and then stage it and really show it off. Those same buyers are going to be sitting there coming out of pocket 80 or a hundred grand. And there's no way to measure if you're not doing it and say, Oh, if I had done it, I would have gotten 20 more, you know, but it's, it's still those people have that money to be spending right now and they will put it towards what really draws them in. And if you want to really draw them in and get that cash, it's not at a time where, where we've been at where buyers are just like struggling and barely coming in with a down payment and having no extra money to spend, right? It's there to spend right now and they're out there. And so this can be a really good time to still be leading into staging and getting the most out of the house for sure. So it's a good investment. And is that yes. something that you offer um, as far as your real estate? Yes, we do. Oh, that's that's great because we, yeah, we go through and stage. We do like a consult and do the things with them. And then we have our stager 
come in and do photo styling. And then if it's a vacant home, we bring some stuff in and we do things with that. But all the houses need something. We're not all living. No, none of us. No, are yeah, like especially show, with kids. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <whew. clears throat> I know. I, I feel like after I had my home stage, I wanted to stay in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. when that's I did, a good, that's a good home stage. <laughs> I love that. When people are like, I mean, now I kind of like this space. I did. I took the pictures of mine after when I staged my last one and like recreated the study. I was like, I like that. Um, love it. It's like free design advice, right? I'm going to take it. So this is just a random personal question, not personal, but came into my mind because I've been trying to get my husband to install a pool and I see, mm-hmm. you, I see you got a pool. Um, are they, are, is it still the same goes that it's not really going to add value to your house or is now it's adding more value because of the whole pandemic or what's, what's your vibe on pools and home renovations? I know you kind of touched on that earlier, but um, is that going to bring in a lot more money down the road or is it just kind of nice to have? Um, it's kind of, it's definitely not going to bring in, pools are not going to bring in more than what you're putting into them. Um, I would say that the pools are going to bring in maybe about 20, 20 to 30%. Oh, okay. I was and, thinking it was in the 20s. I was like, yeah. Aaron, um, my husband's listening. Can you please say 120,000? <laughs> uh, <yeah, laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a good, it's a really good ROI. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> it's, I, so what you're saying though, and I, it was kind of like, okay, am I going to be here a little while, uh, long enough to get used out of it? Especially here, like in North Texas, we have so many, we have so much time that we can use the pool, you know? Sure. And if it's being able to be there, and I think that the homes with pools, I feel like right now, the last few years, as this whole, well, less so right now, but especially the first two years of like pandemic life when people were oh, not yeah. traveling and the vaccines were not as available. Like, well, and a was... lot of pools were closed. Mm-hmm. I mean, ours yeah, was exactly. open, thank goodness, but yeah. no. Or they had to have reservations, right? And it was like kind of time blocked and you had to, it was a mess. So I think that that was a big wave. Obviously, oh my God, the pool builders are they're so overwhelmed. Like they're... They made out. They made out right now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But I think that it's, I feel like a lot of people are putting more value into outdoor space and outdoor living. And that's common, but it it depends too. Like, right, we've got all these new neighborhoods up here. And so like some areas, if you go into more established areas of Dallas, even Plano, Richardson, all of that, like people already have pools because their houses are a few decades old. Sure. And so up here, there's less of them. And then we're sitting here going, oh, well, we have these new pool- or these nice amenities, but also do we really want to go? Like, I still want it in my yard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Do the things. But so we don't have, and so it's different wave of stages that our houses are at, right? Um, and I think as people get them, like everybody on our block, this sounds so ridiculous. Everybody on our block this last year was either getting one or in some stage of it or like, getting the permits to be getting one next year and I was like uh but it was but that's not going to be somewhere where you have establishments but once that fever starts people are like oh my neighbor's doing it I want a pool yeah my my neighbor is installing one now and I've just asked her for the membership um paperwork so I could just (laughs) jump the fence oh I tried to tell my mom an annual pass and she (laughs) would not do it she didn't live local I'm like that'll be (laughs) she said I gave I gave you life I I, I have that. 
Well, no, these are great tips. Um, a lot of people want to know that are staying at home, um, you know, they're not going to buy or they're not going to sell yet. What are some of the design tips that you are seeing this year? I, I mean, is Modern Farmhouse still going to be a good, um, is it going to be a good one this year? Or what are you, what are the predictions? I'm curious on this. I don't think, I feel like Modern Farmhouse is, it's oversaturated it's done as I'm sitting in my white and gray oh I have a white and gray house too and that's what that's what I need to know is how do we warm up a white space I love it but I feel like sometimes we need some color and I don't know what to do and so I feel like pulling in texture too can really help because I really like even though even though like the modern farmhouse is leaving it's also still like that's still a blank slate to do colors and textures right and put those pops in and it doesn't have to be that totally uh vibe it can just be it could be industrial kind of vibe or any of that but I think that pulling in more of those rich colors um that are is going to be where more things are going right now and um and or twisting around from maybe modern farmhouse to be more of like a rustic industrial kind of vibe with those colors okay um but i think there's a lot of cool ways it can go i'm curious to see i feel like gold is definitely definitely having its moment and it's making a comeback a little bit but it's not like the brass of the like eight nineties, you know. Like, yes, it's still a little hard to wrap my mind around though. <laughs> but it's yeah. so pretty when people do it right. Like it really is. But yeah, uh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> but I did notice on your Instagram you were saying like black contrast is is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like the black contrast, especially if people have like grays and whites. Um, so that's what I have in mind is a lot of black metal or like black statement stuff around that to kind of make it pop from that and kind of not have it just blended in farmhouse vibe and mm-hmm. kind of go more rusticy um, and be able yeah, to with those I've, I've been staying away from stuff that has words on it. I don't know yes. why. I feel like though... I mean, Kirkland's and Hobby Lobby, they have, like, you can go in there and throw a ball and, like, it's going to hit. It's uh, live life love, you know, or whatever. And that used to be very popular, but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some of that phase off. And I do, yes, I do have one art, artwork that says every day is a fresh start, but that's about it. But, <laughs> but I'm like, I've got to, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I need some color or something that's not talking to me all the time. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Some comedian on Instagram, I think it's she's not the worst mom, and she has some stuff like that that she makes fun of, and then she'll show her old pictures where she had it, though, mm-hmm. and I was like, it kind of made me think about it more, and I'm like, oh, man, like, it's just so easy, and yes, like, Kirkland's, all this stuff's oversaturated by it, but it's so... I do, I do get a kick out of it. I know it's like gather or kitchen. Like we don't know what, we don't know what to do here. Yeah. We don't know what areas of the house it is. So we have to like label like kitchen, um, bathroom, wash your, wash your hands. You know, like there's a lot, there's a lot of that going on. I love it. Yeah. We have to make fun of ourselves. Right. Um, okay. So I think. Okay, we had a few reader questions, and we, I think we really, the one that cracked me up, though, was, <laughs> can you teleport us back to 2019 so she can buy? And I'm over here thinking, that was before COVID, so that would be a good time, 
but real estate probably wasn't that hot in 2019. I don't remember. Well, it was, it was okay. It was It was okay. It kind of dipped. We had, so that's the interesting thing out here, right? Like I think that, so if there, it's, we're not going to drop out. We're going to level out. It's going to, in 2019, it kind of had gone down a little bit from 2018, 17. Like it had been popping up from 2012 to then, but it leveled out a little bit and dipped and then shot right back up. And it would have, it was a good time to buy, not a great time to sell. Um, didn't drop out, you know, like the housing market crashed, but it definitely dipped. And I think though that right now, I mean, the interest rates are going to go up. The power, the, the buying power of knowing what somebody's getting and not competing is going to be more helpful, but it's going to cost more to buy a home in a year or two or five. Because the houses are going to cost more and the interest rates are going to go up. Yeah, I have so, been hearing the interest rates are going to go up. So that will that will be interesting. Um, I am toying with the idea of selling my house and just getting an RV and traveling all over the <laughs> nation. But my husband is still not on board. How can I get him on board? I'm kidding. I said that one time. So I, a few years ago, I had a client who was selling and building and locally. And she then all of a sudden they called me one day. I hope she she's probably gonna listen to this and be like, "What are you? Why are you talking about me?" But she called. They called me over one day and they were like super serious. And I was like, you know, thought something was wrong. Yeah. And they're like, hand me a hand me a pamphlet for an RV. And they were like, um, we're we decided to pull out our build. Um, we're gonna go do this. <laughs> and that like, is like a build. dream of and mine. I love it. And I was like, no, that's not. You're joking. And sure enough, they're still out there. It's oh, been, they did. Oh, okay. It's been like at least, I don't know, six years probably. It is a dream of mine, but then I, reality sets in like when I, after, after the whole COVID quarantine this past month, and now we are stuck in snow and my family's driving me a little insane. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I think it sounds glamorous, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't even know if I'd want to do, like, yeah, uh, maybe alone. But they're all coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know. They all have to come. And then you have to yeah. learn how to park the thing. You have to do. Yeah. That's all. You know what? I would love to talk to her. Maybe <laughs> I need to yeah. pick somebody's brain. And um, I used to follow this one blogger that, that did that too. And yeah, they, it they got kinda it. It was kind of cool because they did it. Like you could follow them like you're saying. And it was kind of, it's kind of cool to watch, watch their whole adventures. Yeah. So no. So real estate for this year is going to be, I mean, right now it's pretty bonkers. Um, do you see it settling down at the end of this year or what are your predictions? Not saying they're going to be right, but. I think that it's going to, I think the interest rates going up uh, as much as it's frustrating for like um, buyers. Power, yeah. It's going to help. It's got, it's going to help have there be, it's going to help stabilize the market and have less aggressive. I mean, the kids so cheap to get the mortgage. Like, People can finance so much right now, and that payment's not, I mean, it's still a big payment, but it's not that much interest, mm-hmm. um, and so it'll help It'll help level it out and have less buyers um, that are, or buyers at a little lower price point than they're liking, which seems frustrating for buyers, but it's also making that mark, it's making there be less of them, so there's less competition, but I've heard something that... It was a few months ago, and so I don't know if its predictions have changed some, but 
I mean, it's going to take the builders out here four or five years to catch up. That was going to be my, yeah, that was going to be my next question is when do we see the builders um, have more supply and inventory? Is that a combination of just the pandemic and the shortage of the staff or the demand or like everything? Like what, what is going on? Because I used, when I built my house, it was done in like seven months, but that Mm -hmm. is no, no longer the case. No, it's not. It's part of, part of it's, some of it's staffing issues, like you said, and then some of it is just supply chain management. I mean, you know, I've, what, I ordered some lights for the kitchen in November and they're supposed to be here in May, maybe? <laughs> you oh know, my I God. Doing that in bulk of, you know, and then of course it had gotten pushed back, pushed back, but it's, even if it's just the microwaves or like they don't have the tile or they don't have, you know, whatever pieces that are coming in. And the hard part is, that you know when you and I went and built like you can go you can go in and your builder's like oh we've got probably about what a month left or we've got about this left and this is one we're aiming for right now they're just shooting in the dark and they're like uh man it's gonna be a while it's you know like okay yeah we were definitely spoiled back in the day and we had our stuff and we had it now but now I mean lumber prices skyrocketed for a minute there I don't know if they're still at that Mm -hmm. rate but so I guess what's a little bit but and that's part of the problem, too, is to what you're saying, if the builders are unsure of what those lumber prices are doing and the materials, if they commit to a price now that over the next 15 months they're going to have to know is that same price, the problem is then they're going to round up because the builders got they got hit big time with that because they're selling a house for, you know, X amount, and then the lumber doubles they're taking a big hit. So to absorb that, they would be overpricing the home. So then even if you go buy one right now and they're thinking, well, I have to figure out what this is going to cost me over the year for materials, they're rounding up because they want to make sure they're not taking a hit like they had. So it's harder to know. So a lot of them are doing where they'll build and then they'll release the inventory homes as they come. So they're not having to talk to people about like timelines or supply chain issues or deal with the buyer side of it. Okay. That's good to know. So basically what you're telling us is patience is key. Yes, (laughs) it is. And it's finding an agent who has those relationships where they can go in and wherever they are, where they can go in and know those salespeople and know they're going to have a real conversation and not just be stuck on a waiting list. You know, it goes back to tacos for life for listing agents, but also knowing those builder reps and having them have, because there's technically waiting lists, but they're also having those conversations with agents that they like in a little different way and giving, you know, and kind of getting a little more feel or like having them stand out more. And so having an agent that you know is out there invested in all of that can help too in this market for sure. Yeah. And then you have the little, uh, you have an inside track to knowing when things are going to be available, maybe before everybody else. I've been seeing a Mm -hmm. lot of I've been seeing a lot of moms and moms groups like posting their listings before they're available and like, Hey, it's coming. Like, is that, is that, is that helpful or it's not going to matter because they're going to get like a million offers? It's, it's kind of a mix. Sometimes I think it just makes us feel like more productive and like, look, I did, look, I helped. Like I sold the house. Like, but it's, it's really good. It has been really helpful though for with how, quickly things go to what you're saying is that like when somebody's like I really want to be in this neighborhood or this area and then they're keeping an eye on those groups for there they have been able to 
uh, know earlier when something's coming or like, oh, my friend in the neighborhood's been paying attention to this. I know this is about to come because her neighbor just said it, you know? And so like, yeah. that's been really helpful for people who are running and um, trying to get into specific locations, especially. Okay. So, I think Perfect. it's fine. And it's, at least starts conversation about it, you know? Yeah. My, um, somebody that lives near me, they're moving, um, pretty soon. Well, they're, they're listing and, uh, their neighbor has started to recruit, um, they really want a cool family to move in. So I guess she's taking the lead to recruitment, but, uh, but it's just, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta take some ownership over who's coming in. Yeah. 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 For sure. But, neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's so hard. It's like the interview process. They could be really good. And then yeah. reality sets in. Well, Erin, I have taken up so much of your time and I know that you're busy. Um, well, it, well, maybe not today with the snow. <laughs> But but I'm sure you still have to work. So I just wanted yeah. to say thank you so much for coming on. These All these tips have been really great. Um, you kind of let me down on the pool, um, but that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. I knew the answer, but I just wanted to hear it from you. Um, I'm still, I'm still supportive. <laughs> I know. My husband says, we have to pay off some other things. Uh, okay, fine. Why, did it, why does he have to be the, you know, the realistic one here? Um, but... Where can we follow you if we want to see what's going on in your life or perhaps keep an eye out on the market? Because as you know, it, it changes a lot. And maybe down the road, we can use you. Um, absolutely. My Instagram is at Erin Parker, Erin without E-R-Y-N. And it has, I think it's linked in my profile now. I think I just updated it. But um, that links back to our team things and all of that. And we're most active on there. And it's pretty hyper local. So if anybody's looking for things that are local or trying to get, you know, information about anything coming up or any of the new things going in. That's pretty updated. Yeah. And I feel like you do a lot of um, events and networking and marketing Mm -hmm. advice. So even if you're not in the market to sell or buy right now, you can learn so much information from your Instagram on those areas as well. Yeah, definitely. We try to get pretty tapped into, you know, just kind of the whole community as a whole, not just the, not just when they're ready to buy and sell. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And guys, if you didn't, if you just joined, um, you can go back and listen. This will be available, um, forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> so let's come back in a year this and see. Like my when we look back yeah. And we're like, oh my God, I remember that episode we did. Yeah, yeah. Let's come back in a year and see which uh, predictions came true, right? Uh, Well, thank you. And guys, if you want any more information, like she said, follow her on Instagram. And you can also follow me over at Modern Mom Life. We will be back next week. Well, Erin won't, but maybe she'll come back um, over the summer and give us an update on how things are going. Hopefully, she still has. She doesn't have any gray hair by then. <laughs> but, oh, they keep popping up for me. I'm like, what? Oh, no. I know. But that's life. Well, yes. thank you. Thank you so much. And enjoy uh, your day. And are you going to get out in the snow? That's the question. I just went out in the snow to take a picture of the pool. I feel like that counts. Woo, <laughs> girl. Um, and build a fire. <laughs> Okay, well, I want a membership, so yes, get me a membership. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you again, and we will all talk soon, and I will share the replay on all the socials. So, thank you, Erin.
Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Have a good one.